Hey Walruses, we're doing something a little bit different this week and I think you're going to love it. And if you don't, then there's something wrong with you. I'm doing... There's a wee bit of it coming through right now. I'm doing a collab cast all this week. Did you hear that? A collab cast. That's a collaboration and a podcast all in one. So you'll hear another voice on the pod for the very first time. Albeit... I know you may think you've already heard a whole lot of other voices on this podcast. You think you've heard Dolly Parton. You think you've heard Beyonce. You think you've heard Frank Sinatra and Rosala as well. And all those others. But really that was just me karaoke in their voices in case you hadn't realised. So this week I'm with one of Belfast and Northern Ireland's national treasures. The one and only Matt Thompson. Who has his own podcast called... Best of Belfast, and he's been showcasing talent across Northern Ireland for several years now on his podcast and elsewhere where he operates. And Matt's also a talented copywriter and author and many other things in between. He's also the guy that whenever I need a wee bit of a shoulder, not to cry on, but someone to listen to me and to bounce a few ideas off, I often go to Matt myself. So he's an all-round good guy. Now, we're drawn out in these episodes this week what's known as the hero's journey. An epic tale often told in Hollywood movies and books such as Indiana Jones, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars and many others. And you know what? We've all got a hero's journey inside of us. If not more than one journey, we've got lots of hero's journeys inside of us. Our concentric circles, as you might hear me say in the episodes. Now, it's a five-parter running this week, every day from Monday to Friday. And without any further ado... Welcome to Monday's episode, episode 106 of the Speed Mentor Podcast, with me, your host, Gavin Wall, and your other host on this occasion, Mr. Matt Thompson himself. So yes, episode one, it is all about the hero's journey. Now, the hero's journey, if people listening aren't familiar with it, it's kind of this big model or this set of structures that this guy called Joseph Campbell came up with. It's since been built on by many, many writers, many screenwriters, storytellers, anyone who's interested in the human experience. What has your experience been with the hero's journey? What have you heard about it before? Yeah, I've actually seen a television program oh, yeah? was produced about the hero's journey and about how Indiana Jones and all of the big Hollywood blockbusters are actually modeled on the hero's journey. Yeah, so this guy, Joseph Campbell, he basically looked at thousands and thousands of stories uh, from every religion in the world, every myth, every kind of like big famous story. And he started to see that there was a really, really clear structure between every single one of them. So he sat down, he kind of tried to come up with a wee bit of a formula for it. And he came up with what is known as the hero's journey. And you're completely right. Most big stories we know, you know, Wizard of Oz, Lion King. Batman, they all follow this kind of formula, which is really weird. But Joseph Campbell, he wasn't just writing it for writers, although writers have really loved him for it. He also was trying to make the point that we are all on this hero's journey. We are all on this kind of path. And if we can see the structure of that, it'll be able to help us figure out what way we need to go next. It'll help prepare us for the challenges we face along the way and even maybe direct us of what we should be doing next. So I'm really looking forward to jumping into this. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, we all want to be heroes. <laughs> That's true. In, in fact, funny, just in one of my earlier podcast episodes, I was just talking about my desire. I don't know whether I had this in the back of my mind that we were doing this, 
but is to be seen as a hero. Yeah. You know, and if you, if you set yourself that very high standard, because that's a really high standard, you want to be a hero. You want to make such a difference that people think you are a hero. Big time. And, you know, people always say, particularly in the States, oh, sure, everyone's a hero of their mm-hmm. own journey, right? Mm-hmm. Or everyone's the star of their mm-hmm. own story. But I actually think in Northern Ireland, sometimes we even back out from that. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, of course, we're shy about try- being perceived as a hero in other mm-hmm. people's eyes, but we're even maybe sometimes afraid of stepping out and being the hero of our own story. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the hero's journey. Easiest way to think about it for you guys listening is it's kind of like a circle. And the reason why it's a circle is because the hero's journey doesn't start whenever you're born and ends whenever you die. It's kind of this process that you'll go through several times in your life. So it could be whenever you're in primary school, you're on a hero's journey. And then next thing you know, you're in secondary school, you're on a hero's journey. You start your first job, it's the start of another hero's journey. You start writing your first book, you start a business, you start your third business, your fourth business, you start a podcast. It kind of any big step that you take in your life is its own hero's journey. And the beautiful thing about it is you never actually fully arrive. That's a, mm-hmm. that's kind of the beauty of life, isn't it? You're, you're never at your final destination. And so this is something that we go through time and time again in our lives. Hopefully in this introduction, we're going to break down each step of the hero's journey. And then in the rest of the series, we're going to take four key parts from the hero's journey and we'll dive deep into them. So does that sound good to you? Yeah. So, I mean, you could even have like you have concentric circles, is, uh-huh. that, is that a thing? You, oh, yeah. So you can have bigger and smaller narratives. Speed mentors got, yeah. got game. Yeah, <laughs> he's bringing it. He, you better level up today, Matt. <laughs> so you could have even concentric ones within and circles and journeys within journeys. Big time. So the first step of the hero's journey, there's 10 of these, between 10 and 11, and these are taken from a, a great book I've been reading called The Artist's Journey. Great guy called Stephen Pressfield. I recommend going and reading some of him if you're into this sort of stuff. And he's broken it down in a very simple, easy to understand way. And the first one is the ordinary world. Mm-hmm. And so this is us. We're in the status quo. We're working on the farm. We're picking potatoes. We're at our desks doing, you know, the Excel spreadsheet job. And this is whenever you and I or, you know, Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, Luke Skywalker, whatever it is, we're in the normal world. But just kind of below the surface, mm-hmm. we feel like something is happening. We feel like we deserve more we feel like we were put on this earth for a reason and there's something happening so that's the first step yeah and i think that we all have that feeling Mm. i'm pretty sure i know i get it all the time (laughs) (laughs) i wish it would go away sometimes but I, i i reckon that we all have that feeling yeah but the question is do we do anything about it Mm. that is the big question do we want to go on the journey yeah so that leads us into the second one and the second one is the call and this is whenever the hero feels the call to adventure this is whenever you know frodo is in the shire and he meets gandalf and he says i want to go on an adventure yeah or this is whenever you know indiana jones he decides to leave his you know his 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 ordinary job behind and go out and try to find you know something but the interesting thing is the third part of the hero's journey is always the refusal of the call And if you remember, or if you think of every big story, you know, whether it's The Lion King or whether it's The Matrix, there's this class bit in The Matrix where Neo finds out that he is special. Mm -hmm. Morpheus, his mentor, he's trying to reach out to him. He's trying to make him, you know, really, really trust him. And Neo completely backs down. He's standing on the edge of a building and Morpheus tells him, you need to, you know, you need to jump to the other side. And Neo's like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not special. And he goes back in and he gets arrested. So there's the refusal of the call. And I'm sure in your work as a mentor mm-hmm. and a business coach, you come across that all the time of people who have a call to start a business, but they, they back out. Yeah, uh, they they don't think it's for them. 
uh, they think oh, this is what somebody else does or this is what Gavin Wall does. Yeah. It's not what I do. <laughs> you know, I, I just hold on to the, the comfort blanket uh, just a wee bit. I'm happy. Absolutely. The fourth bit of here's journey. I just pushed them out of the airplane, by the way. That's what I do. Just... <laughs> I'll make sure I don't swear on this one because you'd have to edit it out. It goes, swearing's okay on mine. So I, can have... I can put an explicit setting on it. It's no worries. You... Yeah, no, yeah, well, don't worry. Well, um, the, the fourth bit is actually whenever the mentor appears. Yeah. So this is whenever Obi-Wan Kenobi shows up yeah. or this is, oh, where, this is where Gavin Wall yeah. shows yeah. up into your yeah. life. Uh, someone who has experienced a lot of life, someone who has dipped into the special world as joseph campbell calls it has dipped into that you know the other side of life yeah. the side where it's not just the status quo they've kind of they've had they've been on several hero journeys of themselves and now their job is to connect with other people and encourage them to take that step out yeah and, and pass that on that we all have the inner the inner powers yeah you know we think we don't we think we're ordinary every one of us is unique and we all have something special to bring to the world and but the silo of society it just you know you are the the potato picker or whatever yeah. it is that's that's your role in life yeah and you're not really what's wrong with you why aren't you happy you're getting three short shillings a week yeah, yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> what's wrong with you you know and you'll hear that sort of thing but then there's somebody like me you'll believe that there's some secret sauce in you or bring a bit of secret sauce no you can do this yeah believe in yourself yeah and the great thing about the roles of mentor nowadays is we were talking about this a wee bit before we started recording. Mentors can be physical. They can be people in real life that you meet for coffee or, you know, a grandparent or a parent or whatever it is. But they can also, in this day and age, they can be digital. And a lot of my mentors, people who've made a big impact or a massive impact on my own hero's journey, my own business, my own art and craft as a writer and everything like that, have actually been digital. They've been podcasts that i tune into people like tim ferris seth godin is someone i can, ne can never stop talking about seth godin has been really pivotal in my life of coming together and formulating kind of strategy and how i want to operate how i want to connect with people the change that i'm trying to make in the world how i can actually go about taking action on that and the mentor maybe will come and you know that's whenever harry potter gets his wand you know or it's whenever arthur gets the sword it's this moment where there's a real like equipment of tools or skills or whatever it is mm -hmm. Well, and, and the fascinating thing about that, and that's where the opportunity is now, is 21 years ago when I was looking to start my first big, big journey of self-belief, and I was, who can I talk to? Mm. Where are the mentors? Where are the people who've been on this journey who are ready to talk to other people who are looking to start? And there was absolutely nobody there. Yeah. And I, anybody who's been on any of my speed mentor retreats or listened to some of my stuff will know that actually I went to see Dorian Yates, Mr. Olympia. That was, that's one of my favorite stories from your podcast, yeah. is that actually? Yeah, to, to see him in the Maysfield Leisure Centre, just because there was a guy that I could see who'd applied himself, had achieved massive success, had obviously had a process about how to do it, and he was coming to Belfast, yeah. where nobody came to, you know, in and around, the troubles were still going. Yeah, yeah. And I latched on to that, because there wasn't the digital help there that yeah. we have now, and we're trying to put out here today. Yeah. So after that, the fifth step is what's called crossing the threshold. And this is the moment in the hero's journey where they almost jump out into the unknown. It's whenever they cross from the ordinary world into the special world. It's whenever, you know, Frodo leaves the Shire. Yeah. It's whenever Harry goes to Hogwarts. Mm -hmm. It's whenever Simba leaves the animal kingdom and goes off with Timon and Pumbaa into this whole new environment, maybe a place that they're, they're not familiar with or a place that they're scared of. They say goodbye to the ordinary and they kind of put themselves in situations where they can come in contact with the extraordinary. Yes. You know, Dorothy, she's not in canvas anymore. 
uh, the kids from Peter Pan. They're in Neverland. This is a whole new world for them. And it can be scary, but it can be very exciting as well. Yeah, so they've sort of faced down the imposter syndrome a bit, mm-hmm. which they'll have had earlier on in that sort of journey and that mind, that process through their mind that we all have. And they said, you know what? I'm going. Yeah. I'm leaving the shower. I'm on my journey. Yeah. And what do you think happens next? What inevitably happens? When they start the journey? When they go into this kind of special world. That's when the magic happens. Yeah. That's when you start to realize that it's your journey. Mm-hmm. It's your story now. You know, up until then, you weren't sure whether it was your journey or your story. Um, because somebody else is going to do it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay here with the potatoes. Yeah. And get my three shillings a week. <laughs> All of a sudden, you go into the magical world. You've listened to the mentor. You've jumped out of the airplane. Yeah, yeah, You've yeah. stepped out of the shower. And actually, you're on a journey. Yeah. And it's your job then to actually, what I would call, start start the action that will create the attraction within that new mm. mystical world yeah um that i actually really call if if you're listening to my podcast i might call philosophy mm. where you actually start to create philosophy around you yeah as you go on your journey yeah. there's this great bit in the matrix at the end of the first one whenever um you know it's it's kind of been turned into a meme as well but morpheus there's this moment where neo starts fighting back against the you know the enemy and morpheus is turning and goes Trinity goes, what's happening? Like, you know, what's going on? And Morpheus just turns around the camera, pans like re-upped his face. Mm-hmm. He goes, he's beginning to believe. <laughs> it's so, so epic. And I'm all, so step six of the hero's journey, you have, you meet friends, you meet mm-hmm. allies. Uh, as you maybe say, you get plugged into an energetic, positive entrepreneurial community in Northern yeah. Ireland that wants you to thrive and, you know, succeed and all this sort of stuff. But you also meet foes. Mm-hmm. You meet potential haters, critics, and you face trials and tribulations because you know you stepped into this special world maybe whenever you first start your business you're on top of the world Mm -hmm. you think everything is going class you're like i'm unstoppable and then you inevitably come across challenges obstacles things start to test you and everything like that yeah well look if you have had the bravery to say i'm going on the journey and you're in the journey now and people start to watch all of a sudden and then the people who didn't have the courage to go on the journey themselves they <laughs> want to chop you down yeah and there's plenty of them out there yeah. loads and loads and loads and they're everywhere so you're on your journey you're just thinking this is great and the endorphins are going and blah 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 i'm having a wee <laughs> bit of success the mama donkey go you know whatever wherever it might be and then all of a sudden the arrows will start yeah uh, it's a question of whether you're ready for that yet mm. and then Gandalf Something. might come back to you that's Yeah, hopefully. You're I'm like, just, God, where is Gandalf? <laughs> yeah, come where on, is Gandalf? man. <laughs> <laughs> enemy's here. <laughs> that moves us into what Campbell calls the primal ordeal. Now, that's a wee bit otherworldly. So step seven is basically whenever they enter into that big cave, uh, that lair that they've been dreading to enter. It's whenever they face fear itself you know whatever that looks like it could be a dragon in the disney movies Mm -hmm. it could be uh an evil stepmother in a more modern film Mm -hmm. uh it could be whatever it is a relationship with their father an investor that one big thing that they're freaking out about that's whenever they go head to head with that and what that is basically all about is it's really the hero confronting themselves it is usually a lot to do with their own personal fear and it's usually a lot to do with some sort of character trait that they know they've been trying to overcome them whole, their whole lives. Mm-hmm. And this is just a physical manif- manifestation of that. Yeah. No, though, I, I know in the storytelling, it, 
it is one huge thing. Yeah. And then in the business world, it will be probably an amalgamation, accumulation of lots mm. of things, dealing with difficult relationships, dealing with an investor, dealing with a problem that you're just trying to crack. Yeah. That you just, you think you've got the, the, the next great thing. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you hit that wall. Yeah. And how do you crack it and how mm -hmm. dig? How deep do you dig? Mm -hmm. And what weaponry do you have with you? And how much resilience have you built? And how hard are you going to attack it? And how big an army have you brought with you? Or maybe it's just yourself. Absolutely. So then you dig deep enough. Mm -hmm. You maybe rally the troops so you rally yourself up. And then number eight is the payoff. Mm -hmm. You win. You succeed. But only temporarily. Because number nine is... Campbell calls it getting out. Yeah. But basically what happens is you have a small victory and you think your class, it looks like the war is won. And then all of a sudden, the bad guys rally together and they get an even bigger army than before. It's whenever Dorothy has to run away. It's whenever, you know, Odysseus on his journey, he thinks that he's going home. And then just before he goes home, have you heard this story? It's an old Greek nope. story. So Odysseus, he goes on this massive, massive journey. He's on ship and yeah. he's coming. The whole thing is about coming back home. And on along one of his journeys, he, I think he collects, he's given a gift and it's like this, we think of it as like a, a bottle or I think it's a bottle or like a potion. And inside it, there's like the, the gusts of the East or something like that, the winds of the East. And he falls asleep just as he sees his homeland coming into view. And cause he's comfortable, he's like, mm -hmm. finally the journey's over. Yeah. And while he's sleeping, one of his men goes into his kind of wee treasure trove and opens up this bottle. And the, all this wind is released and it sends him all the way back to the start of his journey. Mm -hmm. So there's always that moment where you think that you've won. You think the, you know, the end's in yeah. sight and then an even bigger challenge will maybe come up. Well, bizarrely, on LinkedIn this morning, I did a post, um, just a wee quote about complacency being the enemy. So just wow. this, uh, just this morning, yeah, <laughs> that's know. great. Yeah, just as soon, if as soon as you settle, yeah. Uh, in fact, I said, I then said, settle, um, settling is the enemy. Mm. As soon as you've settled or you think you've won, yeah, and you just relax a wee bit, yeah. If you do that for any period of time, there's another challenge just yeah. waiting for you. Yeah, it'll hit you big time. You got to be ready. Step ten, and this is the second last step, mm -hmm. is sometimes referred to as the resurrection, right? So this is in, if you think of the Gospels as, as a story, this is the moment whenever Jesus is resurrected, or this is the moment whenever Neo comes back to life. Mm -hmm. This is the moment whenever, you know, Game the of Thrones, exactly, this is the moment whenever the, 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 the princess is dead and then all of a sudden the kiss of life, mm -hmm. you know, brings them back to life. Where the prince looks like all is destroyed, he's fallen off the edge of the cliff, and then there's that moment where the peer over the edge, and there he is somehow still hanging on by like a wee thread. And what happens in the resurrection moment of this is the hero has to sacrifice themselves. It's the moment where they do that one thing that they don't want to do. Mm -hmm. It's the moment of ultimate humility. And it's the moment where they almost complete their character arc where someone who was maybe very selfish at the start of their journey, this is where they give it all for their cause. And that not only is it a big deal for the hero, but it also actually it unlocks something inside of her. This is the moment where actually that demon or that character trait or that addiction or that habit, it just unlocks. It just falls away because she has faced the dragon that she's been putting off facing her whole life. Mm, that's fascinating. Uh, I talk and I have talked 
regularly about losing everything. I when you're talking about this, losing everything when I lost absolutely everything mm. um, in my career, including my own family home. That was the bit that actually completed me as a person. I'm still a, a work in progress, but that just opened me up to be able to have that extra bit of humility mm. that I didn't have whenever I was just having success. Absolutely. So I actually, that wee string just practically snapped on me. Yeah. And it was all, and I was free falling. But you know what? Because I opened myself up to take the humility and to take that pain and accept it. A wee branch. I just got a wee branch on the fall. Wow. And just I literally just held on to that. So that really ties into yeah. that. That wee bit of string might even break. Yeah. And you might think, but there's still a moment at that stage where you can say, do you know what? This is part of the journey. Mm-hmm. I can't, this this isn't the end of the story, and if I accept the lesson that I've just been taught at this part of the story and the journey, the branch might just appear and you can just grab off, yeah, yeah. save yourself. And the last step, and you know, this final step here actually ties in very nicely with your own personal mm-hmm. journey, kind of like the big picture hero journey of your life. And it's you know, it sometimes it's called a gift for the people. Sometimes it's called the sharing of the elixir. And this is basically whenever the hero actually goes back to square one. It's whenever Frodo returns back to the Shire. Mm-hmm. It's whenever Luke Skywalker goes back to his home planet. It's when Dorothy returns to Canvas. Yeah. Or Canvas, to Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> Canvas is like a, an app. She definitely doesn't go there. And the reason why it's so important for the hero to go back is because it shows how much the hero has changed. Mm-hmm. It shows the massive transformation that's taking place in their life. But now they have a gift they have a magical elixir. They've got a secret potion. They have the cure. They have the treasure. They have the wisdom. They have the prophecy. They have whatever it is mm-hmm. that they can actually share with their people, improve the lives of society, improve the lives of their hometown, their home country, whatever it is. And I've seen this happen a lot in my work with Best of Belfast of interviewing mm-hmm. successful entrepreneurs like yourself, successful artists from Northern Ireland, whoever it is who have then had this moment where they've left the country, they've slayed dragons and experienced success, but they've actually now come home and they've been given back. And that is, I think a lot of people miss out on hero status because they miss out that step. They take the treasure and they keep it to themselves. And one of the reasons why I really love what you're doing is you're all about giving back. Mm -hmm. You're all about paying it forward. You're all about adding value and spreading that. And so that is the final step of the hero's journey. Well, you've just given me goosebumps there, man. A hundred percent. That's where is the that's where the fulfillment comes from. Mm. Okay. There's one thing having money and having success and sitting in a nice big house in South Belfast or whatever and all all the things that successful people do. But it's not part of that hero's journey. I've never really thought about it like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm certainly, I believe, I've discovered the secret sauce. <laughs> and I wanna, I'm sure people are sick and tired of me saying it. I know some people are anyways on my trolls. But unless there's lots of other people who are going to go on their journeys as well, that's where the massive satisfaction, that's where the extra the extra bit comes from when you, you share the treasure, share the knowledge uh, and help others. And watch their journeys then. Mm-hmm. And you see when they, because I've been through this now with a number of people because I've been sharing the, the treasure, as it were, for several years now um, across the airwaves and elsewhere. When they come back to you having completed their first journey mm-hmm. with some of the knowledge that you've given to them. Yeah. It just blows your mind. Absolutely. Blows and then your mind. next thing you know, 
you're Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're Gandalf, and you actually have the charge and responsibility to go and help the Frodo's, go and help the Luke Skywalker's, go and help the Dorothy's. And that's a responsibility not to be taken lightly, but also a great excitement and part of your own next hero's journey. Yeah. And then those people I have now seen, because I've been doing this for quite a while, those people almost becoming the Gandalfs. That's amazing. To new Frodo's. <laughs> I remember uh, a, a guy um, called John Foster, actually, in Ballymena, FCS. But I remember him telling me, people are now coming to me yeah. and saying, where's that positivity come from? Where are you getting that? Yeah. What, how can you help me? Mm-hmm. And I'm going, yeah, wow, I'm a grandfather. So yeah, cool. That's cool. Great. So guys, that is, that's the hero's journey in a nutshell. That is every single step in the simplified version. Hopefully you'll be able to see parts of yourself, your own history in some of those steps. Maybe some of you already have identified your present, where you're currently at. Maybe say, oh, well, I'm actually in the, I'm in the cave right now. I'm in the primal ordeal. I'm in the lair. Or some people say, well, actually, I think I'm just about to complete a hero's journey. I'm ready to start another one. But the rest of the series, we are going to take the next four episodes to break down and dive deep into four specific parts of the hero's journey. I'm going to be sharing a lot of my own personal story. I know Speed Mentor is going to be doing the same and we really look forward to catching you then. Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> what did I say at the end of my podcast? I think I say, until next time, all the best. Yeah, it's, your cho- <laughs> it's your choice, folks. <laughs> That's what I say. I'm a man.